0: and got together in the racket club it was Moida
1: Moida I tell you
0: Moida Machines it's out everybody it's out the new Meridian single the first bona fide new Meridian single since Living With Fear some 47 years ago did I say Living With Fear or Living yeah, In Fear you said with Living With Fear Well, perhaps they should have called it that after the last <laughs> couple of years yeah. This is off to a terrible start this
1: episode. Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna do our ten attempts at
0: no, we're just uh- cracking on. So new memory singles out. What do you think of it, Sanya?
1: I think um I'm just proud of myself because I heard it before you. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about how we both heard it. So we're recording this literally on the day the song was officially released. 4th of February
1: 2022.
0: Yes. Uh With the video, blah, blah, blah. And it was, um they were counting down. They had like a YouTube premiere set for when oh. the video was coming out. Yeah. But you go, oh, like it's a, Like, I'm telling you something you didn't already know. I didn't
1: know that it was set as a YouTube premiere with a countdown.
0: Anyway, so... But I had a feeling. I I thought, I bet this is going to come out early somewhere. So what did you do? You fell asleep. But I didn't fall asleep on purpose. I fell asleep because it was time for sleepy times. A true fan would have stayed up. What, like you? No, you always... You just were staying (laughs) up because you always stay up. It came out at 11. It wasn't that late. Yeah, well, I go to bed at 7 o'clock every night, so... (laughs) (laughs) That. <laughs> I should stress by the way everyone that I don't normally fall asleep until about half past 10 but I do go to bed early I love it
1: <laughs> yeah you do love it
0: I love it anyway that's not really what we're here what we're here to talk about uh so yes go on off you go This. so I fell asleep and you and
1: and then I, I I was not I didn't think it was going to come out that early so I wasn't expecting to see it and I just popped onto Facebook quickly and I was scrolling down and I saw a post by Lucy with a video and I didn't have my headphones in, so I I couldn't hear it. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Is this the actual song and video? (laughs) So I put my headphones in and listened to it a few times. Ah, good. And it is great.
0: I listened to it about half four this morning because I woke up I don't know why I woke up at that time, just because my sleep, even though I go to sleep early, mm. my sleep is all over the place. Yes, it so is. So I woke up about half hour and I thought, I wonder if I'm able to listen to this without waking Sanya up. And so, so Wait,
1: hang on. So you listen to it without
0: headphones? No, no, I have headphones that plug into my laptop.
1: Oh, and then how would I have heard it? What? how loud did you have it?
0: Very quiet. I thought you
1: had your ears unplugged the yeah, other day. You don't to, need to have I had to volume get my laptop.
0: To... I had to plug in my headphones. I had to find the song, you know, the light from the laptop screen. Oh, all and of I that. I slept
1: through all of that. That's a yeah. miracle.
0: Yes. So that's why wow. I was worried. So I listened to it a couple of times about half hour, And then I thought, I've got a meeting this morning. I better, yeah, go, I better try and go back sleep. to sleep, which I did. So You um, actually
1: managed to get back to sleep after listening to it a few times. Yeah, I
0: read my Kindle for a bit. Aww. And try to shut out the the intrusive thoughts. <laughs> but the intrusive thoughts about the song. Right. Um, well, because, yeah, because then my mind started going, oh, okay, I want to say this, I want to well, say exactly. that. Well, exactly.
1: So uh, that's, about why, the that's podcast. why I'm. Listeners,
0: I started thinking about you and what I was going to say to you.
1: But that's why I'm so surprised you managed to fall asleep straight after.
0: Well, it wasn't Miracle. straight after. It probably took me till about. Half
1: oh, five. Oh, wow. Okay. R Fair five. enough then.
0: Something like that. I don't know. I wasn't looking at the clock when I fell asleep. At the exact moment I fell asleep, I didn't <laughs> I didn't have my eye <laughs> on the time. So have. um So you've already said you love it.
1: I love the energy of it. Straight away, it was like, I, I mean, I was half asleep, kind of scrolling on my phone. I, I see this silent video, see um, uh, the blurb Lucy posted that H had
0: written or said and did you read that blurb yeah i did oh well that's great because i was going to ask you what do you think the song's about oh you've read h's blurb now but oh no Uh, fine fine just break the format of our show the
1: thing is i didn't know that the song was going to be on there i thought it was going to be on youtube Mm. um and in an hour's time not that early anyway so I go and listen to it. And I was expecting it with a name like Murder Machines. I was expecting something super heavy. And instead, it had quite, it like, it's got such a great energy. I love the energy of it. And it's also got something a bit poppy about it. it it's,
0: there's the thing, like, Marillion, that I wish, I wish they had said, Oh, this album's quite rocky.
1: But it, it is. It, it is definitely. This song is definitely rocky.
0: But it's, it's definitely it's, high energy. It's but rocky. It's got a good melody. It's rocky in the way that U2 or The Killers or Coldplay are rocky. It's not rocky yeah. in the way that. I don't know, Is Iron Maiden or... Is no soft rocks. No, no. Soft, well, soft rock's its own genre, really. Mm. They're, they're, it's a kind of pop rock. You know, I mean, who cares, really? But the, yeah. the connotations when Meridian were saying, oh, it's Rocky, we all kind of, our brains go to those songs like Separated Out and Most Toys, you know, where Meridian have tried to do a kind of music that I think a lot of us are in agreement. They don't do best.
1: Mm. Uh, but this had enough melody that it it took it out of that category. Yes,
0: it, where it is is firmly in Marillion's comfort zone. Yeah, and I don't mean that as a criticism by any stretch of the imagination. No, their
1: zone of strength, their zone of genius. Oh,
0: uh, okay, genius. Now you're say. calling it. It sounds like Marillion is yeah. what's what's great about it. Is it sounds like Marillion doing what they do and not trying to sound like anyone else. And that for me has been the strength of the last few albums, uh, and and broadly a lot of the Mike Hunter era is. That them just you know, obviously they jam in the room, but kind of the music they choose is the music that sounds like them, what however you wish to define that. Mm. And this, yeah the closest for those who haven't heard it, if you're waiting for the album or or, or whatever, it sounds like kind of a mashup of your gone uh, power and living in fear.
1: Straight yeah. living with there. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: but it. <laughs> Well you've just
1: decided to rename the song now.
0: <laughs> yeah I have. Uh but with more co- more of a sort of up tempo energy.
1: Yeah.
0: Weirdly what it reminded me of having mentioned the killers.
1: Yeah.
0: Is the killers. Uh the but and I'm trying to think, is that because there's the line it's only a kiss or it was only a kiss, you know, and there's that Mr. Brightside. Yes. And she was calling a cab. Mm. That, but, but it is. (laughs) Sounds just like it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That's really kind. Uh, But it's something about H's vocal melody and the sort of the, the denseness of the music Mm. and the energy of the music, the way it sort of drives forwards.
1: Yeah, actually. Yeah. I can hear, I can hear what you mean.
0: Yeah. I listened to Mr. Brightside just to sort of see if I was completely off beam. And I'm not. It does sound a bit killers No, no, no,
1: no. I get exactly what you mean. Yeah, you're right. It's got that same kind of um, rhythm to it.
0: But that same sort of stadium pop rock that that would work in a huge venue. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I already thought this would be great live it's gonna, it's gonna be, be great to hear awesome
0: live. live what i will say by the way everyone who's listening this isn't like our official review we will yeah this is first impressions really first impressions you know yes. this is on the first day it came out and we all know with meridian is not to trust your first impressions so you know we might end up hating this no <laughs> i doubt it because uh, i could what i can tell you is well we you know many of us know with meridian Singles can be a bit of a crapshoot and mm. you never know what you're going to get. This is definitely in the upper tier of Marillion Singles, I think. Uh In that it's sort of short, it's punchy, it's really catchy. It's a it, proper yeah, earworm.
1: It is very catchy. Which
0: is also something that Fish was very good at, was creating earworms. And I think... They've done it less in the H era, those songs that with the hook, the vocal hook yes, that is great live that you can just chant along to, you know, and yes, all right, it's it's often achieved through repetition, that sort of chanty thing. But Merillion are so sort of often focused on textures and atmospheres mm, that there hasn't layers. always – yeah, and complexity. Layers, there hasn't always been – uh, as much emphasis on those songs that are just going to be great, punch the air live.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and this is absolutely one of those. Yeah,
1: for sure. And
0: and you know what? I'm really pleased because I was so nervous when they said, oh, a lot of this album is going to be great to play live. I was really nervous. We because, remember. Well, yeah, be, just because of you know, past history. And often when they've tried to do that, tried... Uh, it, it hasn't worked. Whereas here, I'm, what I'm hoping has happened is it's, this has just occurred organically. Yeah. You know, they've not tried to write great live songs. Yeah, be Hard on Yourself was brilliant live. I prefer that oh, live. I loved version.
1: it live. Yeah. Live. I mean, I liked it, not live as well, yeah. but live. It was mesmerizing. This
0: is going to be Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely
1: pheno- phenomenal. I just want to say I have to get it out of my system. You said it evoked the killers for you. Yes. A really weird thing that's been happening to me is when I listen to it, I start having it mixed with Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Spirit." That is weird. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like <laughs> Nirvana's "Teen Spirit" then morphs into the just the chorus. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Or well, the chorus morphs into Nirvana's Someone "Teen Spirit." Someone needs to do a mashup. Yeah, but I was trying to think in my head how would like. How would you do a mashup? And I don't know if you could and have it work. But, yeah, weirdly, my brain keeps putting those two songs together. Yeah,
0: that is that is weird. Yeah,
1: how interesting. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for sharing. Thanks
0: for
2: sharing that. <laughs> uh,
0: I asked people on our Facebook page, go and find it, uh, Between You and Me, A Meridian Podcast, um, just what their first impressions were. Simon Lee Tranter said, a decent song, I think. Uh, which is good. Do not be sure at this stage. Do not be it's sure. early. Well,
1: yeah, this is what happened last night. Our friend Shogs, aka Richard Broadley, um, said, "Has anyone else listened? Like, I caved. I just listened to it. Has anyone else listened to it?" And. Um and yeah, my first thought was, I've listened to it, but I need more listens. Oh,
0: I wasn't sure even at half four this morning, my yeah. first listen. I wasn't 100% sure of it. Second one, I thought, yeah, it's it quite catchy. Yeah, now it has it's to like,
1: bed uh, in.
0: Yeah, now it's like, oh, okay, I'm singing along already. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so Simon Lee trying to said a decent song, I think. Nice drive and groove to it. Considerably more commercial sounding than Be Hard On Yourself, which, of course, wasn't <sighs> technically a single.
1: That's the word. That's the word. Commercial. Drive.
0: no. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: drive, yes, it has a nice drive to it
0: Which uh, He says, which isn't necessarily a bad thing Has more than a touch of 2000 U2 about it Again, not entirely a bad thing um, My oldest friend, John Hampstead
1: Yes, hi John, Hello, if you're John. listening Hello
0: John uh, John, who uh, is obsessive at uh, collecting records mm-hmm. And cataloguing them and the like uh, Has a very John Post He says, your post on 14th of the 5th, 21, asked. (laughs) You would never know this man was a record collector. (laughs) Uh, Asked what we hope for from the new album. I said, anything beautifully melodic. He's probably got this written down in a book, by the way. I said, anything beautifully melodic that has the ability to stick with me. He said, This hits that brief. It's right in my Marillion sweet spot. Now, John, um ah. we were Marillion fans at the same time as kids. Oh really? Yeah, i have known John since I was like three or something like that. And we ended up both liking Marillion. He John John's musical uh tastes are kind of eclectic. Uh he was a more of a maiden fan than I was. Mm-hmm. Um but he really loves status quo and shaking Stevens. I'm sure I've mentioned him on the podcast before and then Marillion. but he's a sort of lapsed fan. He he drifted away from Marillion during the H era. Cause we, we saw them a few times together uh, live and it wasn't f- for John, but he, uh, he, I think he still sort of buys the albums and for John, it's always the poppiest stuff I found. I remember oh, I remember his reaction to waiting to happen. He loves a, he loves a ballad and he mm. loves the poppiest stuff and I remember him loving No One Can. Mm-hmm. I remember him loving Genie on Marbles. Right. Um so for me the fact that John likes this this suggests to me this it is has a good got single. More of that yeah.
1: poppiness to it.
0: Yeah. Um, mixed
1: with a really strong rock as well.
0: Yeah. Again, like this sticks in the throat Why? because I don't see it as a rock song. I do. It's rock, but it's it's pop rock. It's pop rock, but it's pop rock. It's just purely because of associating the word rock with with H. Here and Marillion. Oh,
1: but I think it's rock done right. Like, it, it come is, it's, on, oh, it is. That, it's, it's got great. such yeah.
0: It's brilliant. It's brilliant, but it's rock in the same way that power is rock or be hard on yourself is rock. Or well, yeah, I would have yeah.
1: classed power as rock.
0: Anyway, so Dave Kalopi. And his magic jalopy.
1: <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave.
1: <laughs>
2: Dave.
0: Sorry, Dave. Says, love it. Ian's drumming. Particularly excellent. I think this album is going to reveal itself to be one of the best for live performances. Well, that's what the band have certainly said. Um, Stephen Dempster, Dempster Fire, says, <laughs> says... Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Uh, says, now that's an improvement on Be Hard On Yourself. Ouch. What,
1: what, okay, so I'm really surprised that it's come out, started coming out now that people don't like well, who Be else Hard On Yourself it? as much. Well, no, I've just... Heard a few people say they prefer oh. this to be hard on yourself.
0: It's certainly more immediate. Mm. Be hard on yourself.
1: I don't know. I I think I mean if I'm gonna be completely honest, I think Be Hard on Yourself was more immediate for me.
0: Well, Luke, both Lucy and Mark Kelly, when I interviewed them, said that Be Hard on Yourself is, you know, by no means the best on the album. And they both kind of raved about murder machines. Moida! Stop it. Moida. Um Robin, Robin Zudeveld, sorry, I haven't got my glasses on. Robin Z says, melodic, energetic, catchy, to the point, one of their best songs since Power, if you ask me. Very early to say if it's one of their best songs since Power, but I think we can say it's one of their most immediate songs. Yes. But it does sound Power-esque. Yeah. And I think Power, by the way, is an underrated song. I know some people, that one of our mates doesn't like it really Who is it one of our mates doesn't like power i don't know um i
1: love power it's one of my favorites yeah mine as well
0: i think it's a really underrated song and i love it live as well uh yes it's, oh, it's, when I still they played yes, it at still Port zealand
1: oh. oh no i just remember going to an h natural gig and he just played the first chords and it was like oh that was so
0: good yeah uh Adrian Zaharia, with all these Z boys. Oh,
1: and then I'm not a Z anymore. Oh,
0: yeah, you could have joined... I would have
1: been in their club. You could have
0: joined the Z club. (laughs) World War Z. Um, Adrian Zaharia says, well, to be honest, kind of meh. Oh. Uh, Hope it's that track you skip and the rest is on a par with Be Hard On Yourself. Kind of what Living in Fear is for me on Fear. That's interesting because um, when I first listened to Fear, the album, uh, I... I have always sort of said there's like one track on every Millen album is the one that I skip. Right. On sounds that can't be made, it's Lucky Man. Yes, you know I know you like it. Yes, I don't. I think it's me. Right.
1: Um,
0: as Adrian said, um, and I when I heard Fear, I thought, Oh yeah, okay, Living with Fear is that one for this mm. album. When I listened to it through the first time, and then the second time, I listened to Fear, I went, Oh, actually, that's got under my skin a bit, and now I love Living in Fear. Uh is it Living in Fear or Living with Fear? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've, no. I've confused myself now <laughs> with the two titles. Anyway, um yeah, and the I mean the end of that song with uh you know the Berliner Mauer. Yes, yeah, yes. great sing along moments. Uh and that song as well on Fear, I think you need it on Fear because it is otherwise such a, an album of big songs.
1: Mm. It's it's a more upbeat song on that album, it's, it's isn't more, it? It's more it pop kind of rock. like yeah. brings the mood up a bit as well.
0: Yeah. Um, but but anyway, keep keep going with Adrian because I think it is really. I think it's I think it's a better song than Living in Fear. I really? think. I do. Oh. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: First impressions. Remember, first we'll, impressions, we'll do this more yeah. when we go get to the album and say how it's sitting with us after. Yeah. Some first time.
1: impressions. I mean, I don't think I'd be able to. Rank it against "Living in Fear." Really? I think they're on a par for me. Mm. I think, yeah,
0: I like this. Fella.
1: Living in Fear has that catchy ending, like you said.
0: That really catchy uh, ending, which I yeah. which I wished had been more of the song. It's always over. There's sometimes Marillion really do that; they throw away bits I really like. It's it's the ending of "Living in Fear," the ending of "Somewhere Else," the song, mm. which again we should be getting to "Somewhere Else" in due course. As I've always said, I am a defender of that album. And I think it's a far better album than people give it credit for. And the title track is one of the best Marillion songs. And the end of the title track is Marillion at their very best. And it really should have gone on for another five minutes. Rarely do I say that Marillion song needs to be longer. But somewhere else did need to be longer. Ah, Or at least make the rest of it shorter. And yeah, when the whole band kicks in, it's just like... Oh, it's like, you know, the song lifts off. Hashtag but, extend yeah. the end. Yes. Very good. <laughs>
1: well, I look forward to listening to it then. Um, but yeah, uh, this one, I I wouldn't, I can't really compare it to Living in Fear at the moment. They're kind of equal.
0: Okay. As Fine. it stands. So be it. But looking at, um, so I was just, just called up their singles discography. So Living with Fear was there, two, was out in 2017. Then you had Carol of the Bells <laughs> prior to that in 2013. They, they, oh, that
1: was released as a single.
0: Yeah. And then Whatever Is Wrong With You from Happiness Is The Road in 2008, which... Uh,
1: what? So nothing from uh, Sounds That Can't Be no, Made?
0: No, nothing. Huh. Not a sausage.
1: Not a sa- singles that
0: can't, oh, yeah. that can't Be Released. Songs That Can't Be Released. Songs That Can't Be Singles. Song it's not going to work. As it, it's just yeah. give it up. Uh. Leave it. Leave it. Just leave it. It's not worth it. Whatever is wrong with you, where they had... We'll get, we should have a little talk about the video, because Whatever is Wrong, wrong With You, um, they had a competition for the video where they asked people to make videos for it. What I will say about Whatever is Wrong With You, their yes. 2008 single, is that, for me, is what I fear when Meridian say, oh, it's quite rocky. It's exactly what I fear. Oh. Cause it's it's them doing kind of a rock song, mm. but that kind of without the without the lovely pop melody. Mm-hmm. It's just I I can't stand whatever is wrong with you. Wow. It's it's one of those songs where you kind of go, Oh, it's H thinking he's been a punk again.
1: You really want to say that in this episode, do you?
0: He's got punk on his Twitter bio. Or Instagram bio, no, it's whatever. His it website is. Bio. Yeah, so you are right. On his podcast uh, bio, lead singer of Marillion, father hippie, punk, soul singer, pro- progressive rock star, WTF, the one, the one thing that he definitely is, anyway, defender of the face, faith, voice of reason, the world well gone crazy, and now podcaster. He probably put Soul Singer on there just to wind up Mark, because that's apparently, you know the lyrics that um, Mark didn't like, that he told H that he didn't like when they almost broke up during sounds that can't be made. Right. The song was called Soul Singer. Oh. <laughs> it was about a washed up soul singer. Uh, anyway, he's, Mark, Mark, I've got a new song. It's called Punk Singer. <laughs> <laughs> punk Shelter. Um, punk Shelter.
1: They don't really sing, do they?
0: No. So what I'm going to say is, I mean, the song, I think, again, is Marillion all pulling together and doing what they do best. I mean, there's some really lovely piano buried in the mix, particularly towards the end um is there? some great keyboard sounds in the bridge and stuff. I couldn't hear
1: the keyboard. You listen I, to it loud I, I with wrote, headphones on. I even wrote in my notes was like I can't hear the keyboard. There's
0: a lovely there's a lovely piano line that comes in. Okay. Um which I kind of wanted a bit a bit more up in the mix because yeah, it's a very guitar driven song. Yeah,
1: I could not I was listening out for it. I was trying to listen out for each of the instruments and the guitar obviously yeah. is front and center. The drums are front and center and um i found it i found it very challenging to hear the keyboards well there's there's definite keyboard and the bass. Te- there's
0: keyboard textures and and sounds yeah it's uh, woven
1: through it's woven through but it doesn't kind of like stand out well if you listen loudly. to the,
0: the 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 bridge bit after Rother's little solo which i'll get to in a minute there's some definite keyboard The first in solo. The first solo. Okay, fine. You, you're making me talk about it. Right.
1: Uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay. just, I want to know where the keyboard bit is. That's why I said the first solo.
0: Yes, the first solo. But fine, if we're going to talk about the first solo, let's do it. Look, I love Rothers. He's, for me, a guitar god. Um, what I will say, and it's my one issue with the song, my one issue, and it's a small one because it's a tiny little solo, I really don't like that guitar noise that he does now, which, which our friend Nick described it as he uses a rotor pedal, where it's basically, as I think of it, as the Asylum Satellite number one guitar sound that Rothers has been using in the later stages of his career. Not on every song, thank God, but it's that, wow, wow, wow. And he does the solo in this song with it. Weirdly, when I listened to the song originally the video on YouTube, the video version, that solo jumped out a lot more. It was jarring to me. It felt like it didn't sit in the song.
2: Mm.
0: Listening to it in high-res, lossless, on uh, Apple Music with my headphones on, it actually sits in the song a lot better than and I originally thought. But I have to say I'm not a fan oh, of okay, that guitar sound. Um, I, it, I haven't listened
1: to it on YouTube, so well, maybe for that reason. It doesn't really, yeah. fit, it, it seems to it blend really
0: well for yeah. me. It blends better it. with headphones on, listen to it properly. But um any song that he's done, that he's got that in, I find hard going. And it's almost, it I, I almost feel it's not Rother's fault because it's almost like a misophonia thing that I, oh, it, you yes. know, like fingers down a blackboard. That. Yeah. It, maybe
1: it, it is because it like, it's like almost it. a
0: physical reaction for me. Mm-hmm. I mean when they've played Asylum Satellite number 1 and they went through a phase of playing it quite often, I would have to go out because really? I find that's that the guitar sound is that whole song. That song is basically one long guitar solo and it's that type of what root a to pedal sound.
1: Reaction. And I
0: find it I almost physically uncomfortable.
1: Musical misophonia.
0: Yeah. Um, oh. And so there's only, thankfully, it's only a tiny little mini solo in this lucky, song where he does it.
1: Lucky they don't have any chewing sounds in any of this Yeah, songs.
0: don't give him any ideas. I think Freud did it. Did they? Yeah. They actually
1: did chewing sounds. Yeah,
0: Alan's Psychedelic Breakfast. At how are you with that song? That's fine. It's only when, misophonia is only when it's someone that you <laughs> when care someone about. Someone
1: that you know and is in your family yeah. or
0: you're married to. The meeting I had this morning, the guy I had the meeting with was uh, eating a croissant
1: and did you get misophonia? Not
0: really. I just thought you know don't don't speak your mouthful. I thought that, but I didn't, I didn't uh wow. I didn't get bothered by it other than thinking he was uncouth. Um god, I'm so judgmental. The <laughs> worst man ever. So, uh but then after the the sort of bridge bit which again is sort of brief because nothing in this song, what's brilliant about it, nothing outstays stays its welcome, including the song itself. Yeah. It's a, it's a really economical song. There's a lot going on. Uh, and it's a really deeply textured song, but it's quite restless. You know, it kind of just keeps going mm. forwards. Yes. And yeah, you know, then there's a, Rother's guitar comes in again, thankfully not, the screechy guitar and there's another lovely sort of second solo that sort of takes us out along with that piano line that I talked about right in the background.
1: Oh, so it's in the second solo.
0: Yeah. The one that sort of comes in the, to, to the end.
1: Oh, I thought you said it was after the first solo.
0: Yes. After the second solo during, after the first solo during the second solo.
1: Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I, will, I don't even know. I, will have a better I don't lesson. even
0: know if you'd call it a second solo because it's just a whole load of guitar. I would have uh, called it a second solo. Okay. Um, I love, by the way, H's vocals as well on this. I think he's, I've said this before, that as he's gotten older, his voice hasn't, you know, de- deteriorated like some singers, but it has got a sort of depth to it that it didn't have before. Mm. Uh, there's a sort of slight graveliness. It's
1: got th- more texture to it. It's got more
0: texture. Um, and I find it more interesting Mm. As a voice, I really do. I mean, he's always been a technically a really polished singer, as we know, you know, live and those early albums with Marillion. You know, he was absolutely peerless on a tech, you know, uh, just a technical level. But now, because he's got a bit of age in his voice um, and it's not quite so perfect, I think it's just a, a, a far more interesting it, to I was listen about to say, it
1: makes it more interesting. Yeah. I yeah, love his gives voice. Gives it more here. character, Well also that it, it didn't have character before. It was great. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. Oh, but totally it was unique. Like, always perfect.
0: But he does um, as well in this. Is just think there's some really interesting vocal melodies. I mean, the chorus is just so, so hooky. It's like I can't get enough of it. Yeah, mm. it's that thing when you, you know, it's almost like a sugar rush because yeah. I love, love the, the you whole. Know, oh, I need more. Yeah, okay, I, need I mean, to I have to say again. I've
1: listened to it a lot today,
0: a lot probably more than you you probably have which is why I'm <laughs> um, reserving judgment fully
1: yeah and I haven't gotten bored of it which is a really good sign
0: yeah well we're going up um up to lincolnshire aren't we
1: so I'm sure we'll be listening to it yeah. many many times yes we're off but the- I basically had it on repeat this morning mm. and it just seems to get better with each listen
0: yeah it definitely has that so let's uh, so we love it musically we love it vocally should we talk about the lyrics? Yep. Let me read out what, what they said in their press release stuff. Okay. Um, Murder Machines is a song that was born in the challenging times of lockdown and social distancing, and has become so much more than just a mirror of our times, more than a song that deals with the pressures as well as dark sides of human relationships. Steve Hogarth about the story behind Murder Machines. I tried not to write about the virus. If you remember, he sort of said early on in the, the writing process that he, uh, he wanted to avoid writing about COVID because he thought it would date the mm. album. Anyway, yes. So he said, i tried not to write about the virus, but it's been so much a part of life for the past two years that it kept creeping in. The terrifying reality that to wrap my arms around a father or mother could ultimately kill them gave birth to this song. The lyric was then developed to hint at jealousy and heartbreak. The pain of watching the woman you love embrace another man – or the emotional murder of the serial adulterer. So we're in firmly in H territory there. Um, and he says, and of course, the arms of the superpowers and the psychopaths who sometimes have their fingers on the triggers. Beware the murder machines. I've got to say, having looked at the song, mm. well, okay, here's here's where I've been at with the lyrics. I first listened to the lyrics, obviously, on the headphones. I didn't have the lyrics in front of me. Yeah. You, know, they, you can get them now. They're up on Apple Music don't know if they are on the website yet. They're not
1: on the website yet. They might As, be by the time at the this time episode is recording. Yeah.
0: So my first my first impression cuz when I heard him singing about no vaccine and yeah, all of that antibodies and stuff, I cringed. I yeah. cringed. I I thought, "Oh god, that's really on the nose, isn't it?" I know. Yeah. Um I thought that's really – and it, it it felt a bit um I don't know. My first reaction was oh he's written a song about covid that's that's really literal. But yes. He hasn't done that at all. No. That's not really isn't what the song's about. And I only realized yeah. that and the more I listen to it and the more I've looked at the lyrics, the more I've kind of seen actually given that it's it, it's one of his simplest lyrics.
1: Very simple. It's a yes. really simple
0: lyric. There's not a lot going on in the song in terms of in terms of words. Yeah. Like, because there's a lot of that, you know, I put my arms around her or that is repeated ad infinitum in a in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not a lot going on there. But the more that I've sort of sat with it, the more I've kind of gone. Actually, that's really clever mm-hmm. to use this thing that we've been through as a metaphor. What I don't see in that, I can see the serial adulterous stuff. You know, again, a topic that H loves to return to. I don't really see the stuff about the arms of superpowers. I was going to say that. I <laughs> was I was going to say uh, that as
1: well. The only place where I can possibly see that meaning coming through. Is where he says a planet there for using. Well, don't don't know don't know we're only human. A planet there for using. Uh, that's a lot that's to a read reach, into that line. Though, that is a reach to go from that to going our oh, global superpowers.
0: Well, what? Because I I hadn't read that quote from H. Mm. Uh, I was just going on what the lyrics were before mm-hmm. I read that. And I I didn't even know about the adultery thing, which I can see in there now, this idea that not having the antibodies to resist the temptations or or, or whatever of someone else that mm-hmm. you're attracted to. I get that. Okay, all in there. But then I started to think, well, is this... Because we know he's written about the planet. Mm. It, is the song using covid as a metaphor for us you know are we the virus with the planet i did wonder but he didn't then he didn't mention that (laughs) he didn't mention that at all yeah and i thought oh are we the virus that have thrown our arms around the world and killed it with love given that we know that is a theme on the album and was a theme with be hard on yourself but That,
1: that would work yeah i can see that
0: and yet but yeah but yeah he doesn't say it's about that so, you know, he sort of said it's about adultery and, and superpowers.
1: I don't get the superpowers thing, apart from that no, one line. But, yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah. Having initially kind of cringed and thought, oh, God, he's, he's really, he's yeah. done it. He's written a song I mean, about COVID. I have COVID. to admit,
1: my very, very first listen, as soon as I heard the lyrics, I put my own arms around her and killed her with love. It felt like it was too literal. Tested positive, no vaccine, no escape. I put my arms around her and killed her with love. I um, I don't know. I just felt like, oh, is this going to date the song at first, right? Then I forced myself to put it out of my mind because I hadn't looked at the lyrics yet. So it was like, just hang on, take a step back. And on subsequent li- listens, the other layers have come through. It's like, I love when H writes about world issues from a personal perspective. It didn't feel personal. It felt like it was written from the perspective of a general population, right, if it's about COVID. And I'd already read the blurb. It's like I knew, yes, there's other layers about adultery and jealousy and stuff like that and global superpowers. But the COVID lyrics were what stood out to me. But on that first are they about listen.
0: COVID? Are they? This is my point. It's yeah, like I know. He,
1: yes, true. This,
0: is, this is why. But I, this is
1: what, yeah, I was going to, you know, after listening to it a few more times, the layers start coming up to the surface mm. and you start hearing those those deeper meanings and those other meanings. So it's like you, you can't ever take a Marillion song on first glance. You can't no. ever judge it by its first listen or by the first read of the lyric. Seems more like it's a song about not harmful good intentions because like adultery isn't done with good intentions, but more more harmful acts of affection where you um where where we let our need for dopamine hits or validation from others. Like we want people to like us, we don't want them to feel unloved, or we just can't help being attracted to them and acting on it. That and then then we act without forethought of the consequences. So then you know you kill them with love, yeah, or you affect the planet in non-positive ways. Not necessarily with love. Maybe loving the resources of the planet. I'm trying to link it to the superpowers thing again, but um, kill it with the that seeking of the dopamine.
0: Mm. Uh, but I had the same reaction as you initially. I kind of... Because I'm not like It you. was just
1: the first, very, very first same. surface reaction. My
0: first surface reaction was... Perhaps it wasn't even a reaction to what was there. It was a reaction to the fear that he might have done a song that was literally a COVID song. Yeah. That, that was written That's from it. the perspective of seeing it on the news. As opposed yes. to having lived through his own COVID nightmare. Yes. Um, all right, we've all lived through the last two years. But that's why I think it's actually quite a clever song because yeah. he hasn't done that. And he sort of pulls the rug out from under you. Yeah. You know, he it looks like he's done that, but he's just used that, as he said in his blurb, f- as a starting point. And I think it's a deceptively clever lyric. And I think it's actually, well, with hindsight, I think it's a better lyric than Be Hard On Yourself for that reason. Yeah. Because it's simpler and because it does that trick of... of seeming like it's one thing and then it does this sleight of hand where yeah. it isn't it's actually about something else but so you i know you've got to say something because you're putting your hand up like you're at school uh but what i also will say is that there's it's such a sparse lyric in that it isn't one of marillion's wordiest songs it's a pop lyric mm. and it probably isn't a song In fact, and I think the blurb does it a disservice because the blurb makes it sound like it's a sort of deeper, more, you know, bigger thing than it is. When actually it's just a pop lyric. It's a pop song with a lovely pop lyric that, yes, okay, it has got a bit, it is about something a bit more. But it's ultimately he's singing, I put my arms around her and killed her with love. You know, it's... Yeah, it's it's, you know, in 10 years time, we're going to be singing that and not really link it with the yeah, with with the deeper meaning Exactly.
1: And that's why it's like, ultimately, I don't care that deeply about the meaning of the lyric because I love how it fits with the music. And I love the rhythm of it. And I love how it sounds. I love singing along to it. So ultimately, I'm not that bothered about.
0: No. What I all know. the
1: different layers of meaning. Are. I know
0: you're only discussing it at length because we're sat here with microphones in front yeah, of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's you know, that's what we are here to do. Overanalyze literally yes. everything to do with merillion.
1: And if we're <laughs> gonna be, you know, if we're gonna be honest, yeah. then then that, that is part of that honesty.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I had the same initial reaction, but actually, because it's um because it's and I don't mean this in a I don't mean this in a, in a negative way, but because it's, it's you know, the, the video version is three minutes 50, the version on uh, Apple Music, and I said, shame, Spotify, don't know, not using it because of Joe Rogan. Um, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: You'd stop using it because of Joe Rogan?
0: Yep. Wow, you are principled. Yep, yep. But, do you know, oh, no, the- no, we're getting off topic, stop. <laughs> but because it's a, such a short piece of, and again, this is not a criticism, throw away pop. See, I've lost my thread now because I started talking about Joe Rogan. Because it's such a—I forgot what I was saying. I was making a really good point. Why are you going to interrupt me? I didn't make me lose you. my point. I almost—what was I saying? You. I don't know. Uh, the
1: simplicity of the lyric.
0: I don't know. Oh, whatever. I'm
1: saying that we love. I said I don't care that deeply about how many layers of meaning there are to the mm. lyrics because. I love what it sounds like As a song I love I love how it fits with the music
0: I wish I could remember what I was going to say I was making a really good point And then someone tried to jump in Didn't she And threw me off Because I had to shush her with my finger Like she's a, a cat <laughs> <laughs> By the way everyone at home I'm not an abusive husband
1: <laughs> If you have to say that That sounds so bad <laughs> bad <laughs> i was trying to shush her so i could get my point I was out i'm trying to shush her with my finger but you weren't though uh, uh,
0: oh, hello <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> anyway look yes it's 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 a brilliant bit of three and a half minute long pop. Yeah, and, great song. Um, and some of the greatest songs ever written are throwaway pop songs.
1: Exactly. So well, I wouldn't call it song. a throwaway pop song, though. That sounds a bit...
0: Well, do you know what, though?
1: Why do you? What do you mean by throwaway? Because I wouldn't call it throwaway at all.
0: Yes, look, they have as- as- ascribed a deeper meaning to it, right? Mm-hmm. That you know, we've got this blurb in the press release about oh superpowers and uh, adultery and serial adulterers and blah blah blah. You know, it's also a song about Shat and I you know I threw my arms around and killed her with love. And yeah, you know, not every song needs to be. I know Meridian have it in their heads that every song needs to be about something because they've said this themselves. That, oh right. Yeah, you know, I think H has said it that if a song isn't you know uh, it hasn't got the layers and all the rest of it, that, yeah. that it will often be thrown out.
1: Right. Um, but oh, So maybe the other layers were
0: tacked on then. No, but, no it's
1: got these <laughs> other meanings as well.
0: Yeah, well, I do wonder. You know, that's it okay. Need that. That's okay. But it yeah. doesn't need that because also at the same time, they've done songs like The Release or Lavender or uh, No One Can, which are great pop songs and they're throwaway in that they're not dealing with like the huge issues of the world. Oh, that's what you mean. Um, like
1: yeah. light. Yeah, I mean, no, no, it's not light. I would not describe this song as light no, in any not. respect. It's
0: not, but it is also a pop song. You know, I yeah, I would file this alongside the release. Yeah, a great Meridian song. Yeah. I would file it alongside a Kaylee or something like that, it's, you know, which is a song about love, you know, just a love song. Yes, we know there's a bit more to it going on. It's talking about antibodies and viruses and all the rest of it. Mm. But uh, I, I still can't remember what my original point was. What a shame. What a terrible shame. What a shame that you tried to interrupt me then. Oh,
1: but I didn't. The point is, I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> because no, I, m- I kept you. you
0: quiet with my finger, didn't I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just wow. What a lovely gentleman. <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, look, I... Uh, yeah, we've talked for longer than I expected about my machines. We haven't talked about the video. Quick talk about the video.
1: That was all right.
0: Lots of stock footage. Quite good. Uh, moody uh, black and white.
1: Yeah, you just recognise stock footage yeah, from a mile away. I would not have known. People... I, do you know what? When I watched it, I was even wondering, oh, I wonder how they got those actors and... Well, I they were, didn't. Like, <laughs> you know, and then you <laughs> just didn't. come and kill the magic with uh, your murder machine of facts telling me that it's stock footage. There's nothing
0: wrong with them taking that stock footage because yeah. everyone does it. Particularly yeah. in the-
1: if you were editing the video, you would have used stock footage.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's what stock footage is there for.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, it, it, it means that their the budget for their video wasn't half a million quid. Yeah. <laughs> they could all just, I liked know. the video. I thought it was good. I, I, I thought, um, yeah, because it had a nice bit of grading on it with the black and white, uh, quite high contrast. Uh, and I thought I liked the fact that then they got all of Meridian to go into a cupboard, <laughs> and shoot them all. It, yeah, I actually, I actually got quite excited when I when the rest of the band popped up because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting it just to be H. Oh, really? I was like oh, they're all doing it, and yeah. they're doing a bit of acting with their their arms around themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know, given that Meridian not only have chosen some questionable <laughs> singles over the years. They've done some dodgy videos as well, but this is definitely one of their better ones. Yeah, there's a good video. Um, it's definitely one of their better ones. It's effective, but simple. Um, H doing his arm waving stuff. Did remind me a bit of, you know, that Donovan video that I kept playing.
1: No, it, no, <laughs> it didn't.
0: Shame no, on. It did, I am no, the shame on. It
1: did not remind us of...
0: Hey the mon. Donovan video. I am the Charmon.
1: Talk about cringe. That song made me cringe times a billion.
0: <laughs> times a billion. Everyone, I implore you to check out this song by Donovan. The oh, 90-
1: don't give it hits. Come oh on. come on! It's don't give it
0: views. <laughs> <laughs> don't encourage him. It's, well, come on. That song. What's worse? That song. The the Haymon. Oh. I am the Charmon. Is it that one or is it the song where he sung? Crumpet in crump- the air. Cr- no, no, it was. Uh, uh, oh, crumpet everywhere! It's English summer, jumbos in the air. It's English summer, crumpet everywhere. <laughs> Which is worse? I think it's one English summer. Ah, uh,
1: actually, I don't
0: know. It doesn't really matter. Um, living with fear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: in that, can we before we finish? I need to. Let's fact check. It is living in fear. Because I don't know if it's living with or living in. It's living
0: in. It is living, it is in. living in. Yeah. Here's now where we get a million emails saying it's living with fear, you idiots. <laughs> it's living in. Stop looking at Why are you looking it up? It is Just, in. We need to fact check. One living English in fear. Summer. And let's look up. Crumpet everywhere. God bless him. One English summer. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to t- say something completely uh, unrelated. We're well, not completely because it's about Marillion. Yes.
1: Um,
0: I was listening to Joni Mitchell yesterday. Mm.
2: Uh, oh, like, nice. While I was
0: working, but I was listening to some of her later albums. Mm. Um, but she did a song. Uh, you know, Marillion did a song called "Number One" that was sort of about the pursuit of fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did. Joni Mitchell.
1: Oh really? Did a song
0: called "Number One" about the
1: pursuit of fame. Yeah. Oh
0: wow. Weird, eh? But well, not weird. It kind of. Uh, what? What a coincidence!
1: Paul, stop that! <laughs> stop that! <laughs> Maybe she copied
0: them. And I believe it even features the line "Shower you with flowers." Which, no. Which. Uh... She probably copied them. What, prior to their, their, one, their songs coming out?
1: Paul, cool, you're just a stirrer. <laughs> well,
0: I'm a shit stirrer, I know. Right, I think... I we've... had someone. Oh, I well, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> That's phoned me. What, you being bit... nice to me, oh my God. Uh, she's being nice to me. That's, I can't edit that bit out now. Why? Well, because I was saying other things. I might edit it out. You
1: can edit it out.
0: That's a bit much, isn't it? Just because i got my hair cut. Wow, she was all like, listen, everyone, right? Nice. Listen, everyone. I had like long hair I like the shirt up until last well. week. She likes my shirt. Up. I mean, look, this is weird for everyone. She's, they, no, my... I'm
1: not expecting you to leave it in the podcast. I'm well, expecting I'm... you to cut hey, it out. Hey,
0: my wife just said I look handsome. Of course I'm leaving it in. <laughs> 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 so listen, what happened was um, for the last two years, because I haven't cut my hair for really properly for two years, because uh, I thought, oh, lockdown, let's let's grow my hair, see how long I can get it. Um and Sanya was very encouraging of this process. She was very encouraging. Oh yeah, I love you with long hair. Oh, don't get your hair cut. Oh, please don't get your hair cut. Anyway, in recent uh, months, she every time she looked at me, she threw up. <laughs> 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 <So> <laughs> not <true.
1: laughs>
0: The hair. She would like walk past me, and so I saw it. And true. she, and she, what she'd do is then she'd like kind of go, mmm, and then like swallow it. <laughs> so I couldn't, so I didn't true. see that she'd thrown up in her mouth. Uh, <laughs>
1: Wow! No, <laughs> and then, um, that's not the oh, it So I it got all? I
0: got the hint. I got the hint that the hair was probably too long, um, and so I got it cut last weekend. Oh, last last Friday. It doesn't matter. Uh, got it cut last week, and um, she hasn't shut up about oh, you're handsome and all the rest of it. <laughs> Meaning you look awful before Paul, and you no, turn my stomach with your horrible, that is not straggly Donovan style hair. That's- <laughs>
1: Don't start singing about crumpet please, so, and jumbos. So now I know. I
0: know I now know she prefers to be short hair and that the last two years have been lies.
1: That no Just
0: lies. No.
1: False. False. I liked your hair longer as well. Lies. No, that is not a lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. It just it had gone to a point it kind of needed a trim,
0: but Oh, which I've done more than a trim and yet you love it.
1: Well yeah, yeah it looks it's however she cut your hair. Which is obvious how, because we can see it. but um.
0: No, well, the people at home can't. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> the way
1: she cut really? your hair really hey, suits I, you. Everyone,
0: listen to my hair. It's not... Can you uh, see? See how short it is? Listen. Hear how short well, it's not that it is. <laughs>
1: short if you can do that. The way she cut your hair really suits you. So it's not so much about the length, it's about the style of cut. No, it's, it's not about the, the length, shape it's what it. you do with it, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the style that's been cut in very, very much suits you. Great.
0: Um, thank you. Uh, you're gorgeous as well. Wife. No, I need
1: a haircut. Ugh, I saw a photo of myself today and I was like, from here um, to here needs to be chopped oh,
0: off. I like the length of it at the moment.
1: It needs a trim it's Probably. probably
0: Should we finish this episode or should we yeah, just Yeah, like, that didn't
1: need to be in it.
0: No. <laughs> it's fine though. No idea here for murder machines. They'd have turned off the second we started talking about my hair. Um, uh, so, this has been an unscheduled episode. The next episode that will, you will hear will be our Fish Solo era post postbag. Um, yes. Yes, which will... Well, that's scheduled to go out Monday. Um, so, this is a real bonus. Might skip the week after, seeing as they've had two. All right. Maybe. We'll see.
1: I've got to get cracking on...
0: Marbles. I've done all my marbles notes.
1: I haven't done my notes. I I have been listening, but I need to, like do proper notes.
0: Yeah. I've done my marbles notes. I'm ready to I need to go. give it
1: a few days of just marbles. I reckon we
0: could even record this week if you need a few days.
1: No, give me a bit more time. No, Give really me be. next week to do
0: the notes. All right. I reckon then... The at week... least
1: for side one.
0: I, I think we should get to marbles and then we should do our first Meridian Weekend episode with our friend Sebastian after that. Okay. Uh, yes. And that Meridian Weekend episode might come. We could... Coincide it with the Meridian weekends.
1: Ooh. That would be a good way to do it. Wouldn't it? Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah,
0: with the Poland one. Yeah. So we'll do it then. So we yes. could do a kind of first Meridian weekend and the latest Meridian weekend. All right, yeah. that's the plan. Right, sorry. That was just a bit of housekeeping, everyone. Uh, go subscribe.
1: Go and uh, listen to Moida Machines. Go listen to Moida Machines. The video
0: it's great. On it's really YouTube. great. YouTube. Uh, got me very excited for the album. We know there are two tracks on there that we really love already. Yep. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, got me excited for the album. Uh, don't. I wanted the whole album to be out. It was like, no, I need to listen to it in context yeah, of the whole no, album. We're not
0: some people because it
1: teases you. If you go on Apple Music, it teases you because you can see all the other songs there and you can't play them.
0: What I think, what I think is that Lucy should send us a copy of the album. <laughs> I did ask her the other day. You're so cheeky. I, well I just I just asked her and then I bottled it and went, No kidding. No, <laughs> well, you
1: um, weren't kidding. I wasn't
0: kidding. So Lucy, if you are listening, <laughs> oh,
1: I wasn't goodness. kidding
0: when I said can we have a copy of the, <laughs>
1: the album? <laughs> I Stop, really like you're it. You're so cheeky.
0: Well we are we are Britain's foremost Merillion podcast after the no, one after seconds. the one with the lead singer Yeah,
1: in. exactly.
0: Five thousand listeners a month now.
1: That's good.
0: That's pretty good. Sorry
1: everyone.
0: <laughs> Uh, sorry but everyone. thank you but they yeah, could be it could you for be listening. um could be five thousand extra sales if uh we gave it a good review wink wink <laughs> <laughs> wonder what might convince us to give it a good review wink 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 <laughs> ink, ink. Oh, i am actually winking by the way everyone listen to this
1: that's not your eye
0: no that was my mouth wasn't it mm. i wink with my mouth <laughs> and on that bombshell <laughs> we'll talk to you in the next episode. Um,
1: Let us know what you think of the song. Write into Bianpod at Gmail. No,
0: better still, leave leave a comment on Facebook. You you keep those oh, short. I
1: read the Facebook ones.
0: Well, rectify that.
1: Oh, I'll read them if they email me. <laughs> no, that sounds
0: email Sanya. Yeah, she wants a collection of um, your emails.
1: Well, we can put them in a post bag.
0: Yeah. And then burn them. We won't burn them. Right, bye. See you later. Moida.
1: Moida.